Sadie, stop. <laughs> Making all the noise. Hello, everyone. Back once again. NBA, playoffs, NFL. We'll get to it in just a sec. Taking it back to the 80s like I always do. Guys are good out there as well. It's gonna be a fun one today. I'm looking forward to it. Today. Eight hours. So this is not off the new album, but this is by a gentleman named Burna Boy. You ever heard Burna Boy? I have not. He's the he calls himself the African Giant. He makes uh, Afro beats. Okay. And. Summertime, it's a good vibe. This is on the album from last year. This is Collateral Damage by Burna Boy. Sounds like fucking Party in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Your body drive me crazy, your body need a license fit, your body are too tight and I don't care if the intros are too Everybody long, that's how see. we set the vibe. She just wanna dance and tease, she just wanna dance and tease me. She just wanna dance and tease me, she just wanna dance and tease me, she just wanna dance and tease me. Listen. You've been missing since 2016. Squid tell me one fix things. You know that's my sister. When she speak, I listen. She swears you're my missus. I say we think different. I, 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 I see. Why your heart's icy? Come, baby, come, come try me. Who you gonna love if you run by me? Oh. Too many twists and turns, twists and turns, yeah. The song is called Twist and Turn. Lot of way, twist and turn, twist and turn, yeah. I gotta talk over the music so we don't get fucking copyrighted. Maybe coming out copyright too fly, I get burned, yeah. Lot of way, twist and turn, twist and turn, yeah. Welcome to episode 51 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with someone who I've not had on just us before, but he's been on plenty of times. Mr. Alec Weiss sitting straight across from me. How are you, man? I'm doing good, uh, you know, getting back in the flow of work, so trying to get yeah. back in that routine. 
ain't worked in uh, was it five months? So that's crazy. Have you ever had a layoff like that? Like between jobs? No, never. That's a long fucking time. It was nice. <laughs> I bet it was. Getting getting that full pay, you know. I mean, you did get paid. I got full pay. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Don't get me oh, wrong. I didn't know I, that. You know that unemployment would have been nice. But, <laughs> you know, it, it was alright. That shit did run out though. Yeah. People are struggling, man. That shit ran out, and everyone's like, <gasps> "Oh, they're getting that extra four hundred now." Oh yeah, huh? Yeah. yeah fuck, they complaining about. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, still making more money than me. <laughs> That's fair. I switched yeah. jobs, and they're still making more money than me. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that is. Some I, yeah, shit. I work at a school, and I don't make anything close to what them people are making. Yeah. I know, doing fucking God's work, basically, and they're fucking yeah. sitting at home watching fucking CNN. Uh, <laughs> anyway, fucking, we are here today. Welcome to episode 51. Uh, I did have a little bit to smoke beforehand. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I'm mumbling and stumbling all over my words. But I'm very happy to be here. I do want to make a couple quick announcements. So we did hit the 50s. I uploaded the episode last night. It was a re-upload, so it doesn't really count. But I figured it was better than just doing a brand new one. I kind of wanted to showcase a certain... Uh, achievement, if you will, of mine that I didn't think got a lot back then because I just wasn't uh, popular and wasn't whatever the hell you want to say. But um, the one with Billy Pilgrim from Billy Patrick in the Morning on Q97, that is the re-upload. It's re-edited also a little bit at the end. In the original, there was like two or three minutes of silence, I guess, in the studio. We just didn't figure that out. So I went and edited that myself. But that happened. And also the podcast passed... 5,000 streams between all platforms Ooh. this week, I figured Ooh. out. So I was like, that's fucking awesome. And yeah, so thank you. Time. I'm definitely a part of that. Yeah, it's, it's a start for sure. Yeah. It's a start for You're sure. on a plaque or something. <laughs> I need a Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a start. So I appreciate all you guys for always streaming and downloading, even though it's probably only a few. It does add up after a while. So we're at 5,000 and we're in the 50s. And I just wanted to say thank you really quick because I am – um, very appreciative, and I do hope you guys stick around for more years and maybe decades to come because this is just the start, and it's very fun. So we're here in my room today, and um, we're going to hit NBA first. So all the Game 1s have already happened. <clears throat> By the time you're hearing this, all the Game 2s from Wednesday night have happened already, but we don't know because we're recording right now. Um, Al, what do you make of well, – let's start with, with the upset. Let's start with Magic beating the Bucks. What do you make of this? Are you worried about the Bucks? What do you think of all this? I'm not too worried about the Bucks. I mean, Chris Middleton's not going to have that many games like that where he just doesn't play well. Um, and I think last year, actually, I think the Bucks and Magic played last year, too, in the Magic won game one, I think, when the Bucks were the ones. I think that was Magic Raptors. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, um, but I do remember that. Yeah. You know, and it's like the Magic, you know, they're – I guess, well, technically it's not their home court, but, you know, they're the closest to home. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not really worried about them. I mean, the Bucks are one of the best defensive teams in the league, and I just don't see the Magic putting up 122 again. Um, I, I'm not worried about the Bucks. I They're going to be fine. They're, they'll probably win the next four. Maybe, maybe might take, what would it be, six? Might take yeah. six. Uh, you think the Magic could get another one off them? Really? They, they might steal another one, but I I don't see them any way the Bucks could lose. They're just they're too good. I don't know why I just realized this, but they're technically the home team in every game. Yeah, I mean like I I mean there's no in person attendance, but that is kind of cool that they're technically the home team every game. 
Um, I'm with you, man. I, I don't think it's a big deal at all. I yeah. I didn't watch the game personally, so I can't say what did or didn't happen. All I know is that Giannis is going to win his second consecutive MVP. And yeah. I think they have a real chance of winning the NBA Finals because of certain teams getting better and worse, which we'll get to in the Western Conference in a little bit. But as far as a game one drop, I mean, the Raptors did this last year and won the title. I mean, the yeah. Raptors did this and beat the 76ers in game seven. I mean, they this is nothing. You know, they went on to beat the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. So mm-hmm. the Magic, I, I don't know what's up with them. They always make the playoffs somehow, but they have no direction. They're in no man's land. They're like yeah. the Spurs. Yeah. they got Well, Steve Clifford's a pretty decent coach, and he's a good defensive coach, so... I mean, you know, with Vucevic and Aaron Gordon, I didn't watch the game either, but maybe there was something they were doing that was causing some trouble for Giannis and Chris Middleton. So. I think Vucevic had 35. Did he? 35 and like 18 Don't get me something. wrong. Vucevic is a bad man. <laughs> he eats. Yeah. And he eats. When Aaron Gordon's on, you know, that makes them a lot better. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and I really like Aaron Gordon, but I just, I don't see. Maybe they might win one more. But like you said, no direction. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're in no man's land. I mean, they're just like, well, I mean, the Spurs missed the playoffs, but they're kind of like the Spurs. I mean, they yeah. have these two star kind of stars, but they're not super duper stars, but they don't suck either. And they have a good, you know, role players and a good coach. But, well, I mean, Pop's one of the best coaches yeah, ever. I won't right. do Pop like that. But, you know, which, by the way, I think he, I think he is going to the Nets. Who? Uh, Popovich. You think the, so? There's been rumors of him going. Really? I, I, I think that there's there's got to be something coming down the pipeline. This is kind of like the Lakers over the last couple of years. I don't think Kyrie and KD could do that. I don't think they could be. Well, a pop, I don't think Pop, pop could do that. Yeah, <laughs> both. Yeah, both ways. Yeah, there's no way. But then again, um, well, didn't wasn't Pop some part of the 2016 Team USA thing? Because he's the head coach now. I think he was like maybe an assistant or something like that to Coach oh, yeah, K. Probably, or, yeah. So, I mean, maybe these guys really take a liking to Popovich, but they don't want to play in San Antonio, Texas. They want to play in New York City. Okay. You know, well, I mean, Brooklyn, I technically. That. But I don't know. I mean, look, if I had to bet, I don't think Pop is I, I don't going to the Nets. Game. He might want to just retire Yeah. at well, this point. Didn't his wife die, like, last year? Yeah, a couple yeah. years ago, something like that. And, you know, with you know, because he's an older guy with COVID, you know, you don't really know. For him, it's really uncertain. That too. That, so, that's I mean, I mean, that's a fair factor to play and in. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do a bold take here. Whenever he does retire or leave the Spurs, I think Becky Hammond's gonna step in and be their coach. Not Tim. No, I don't think Tim's ready. I don't think so either. Becky's been there for a, quite a few years now. She I has. think, and from what I've kind of read, is that she's fucking good. Yeah. So I mean, it really wouldn't surprise me. That I mean, look. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be a little. This is a little on the ledge here, but. I don't know if a bunch of six foot something, two hundred something pound men are gonna respect a woman like that, no, yeah, yelling at them, getting on their right. ass, chewing them out. I I just don't know. I'm not saying it can't be done. I just don't know. I I don't not saying I wouldn't respect them as a guy, but I just I, I don't know. I think she definitely deserves the job though. Over yeah, over absolutely. Tim Duncan too. I mean yeah. Tim played in the system, but he played in the system. He didn't yeah. coach the system. I mean right. Tim was a player when Becky was coaching. Yeah. I think even Tim would agree that, you know, Becky Hammond uh, does deserve the job. But anyway, back to the Bucks and Magic. Yeah, this is really nothing to worry about for the Bucks. I mean, this is just a, a bump on the road. I mean, Giannis is the best player in the entire world at this point. I will say for the Magic, just one little touch-up. Okay. Because we were talking about how they have, you know, those two good players and then kind of really nothing after that. If they, if Markel Fultz can develop, because he's looked at times with the Magic kind of like he's a, got a promising future where we didn't yeah. see that in Philly. So if he could develop into like you know a top twelve point guard, then that could drive them in the right direction, especially in the East. I agree, hundred uh, percent. I hope okay. he does. 
So I didn't realize that, damn, these games start early. Three yeah. out of the four are done already? Yeah. It's crazy. So I, we do know a couple of the results um, from the East. So let's just go to them right now. So Nets-Raptors. We were just talking about the Nets. The Raptors won 104-99 to today. They took a 2 nothing lead. I think you should get out the brooms for this one. I, yeah, I think this one is done. Kevin Durant's not coming back until, I think, what, Christmas? Because that's when they say the Euro yeah. star is Christmas. I, Kyrie, same thing. Um, no Dinwiddie. No Dinwiddie. Harry's Levert's nice, but... He, he's nice. He's he a good piece. He can only piece. do so much. He's kind of like D'Angelo. Not in how he plays, but I think they're going to use him as a piece to fish him, a, you know, something yeah. else. Oh, yeah. They got it. Maybe that's what they send to the Spurs for Papa. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I have no idea. The Nets got to do something here. And I only... I bring this back up because this does remind me of lot of how I felt the first year when LeBron was a Laker. It was like, look, we know this year's kind of a throwaway even though we're under contract or whatever, but if we can't get this one thing done, this whole fucking operation is over. Yeah. And, you know, by the skin of their teeth, the Lakers paid the biggest price anyone's probably ever had to pay for a superstar in a trade besides when they paid for Kareem back in, like, 1969 or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. You know, for Anthony Davis, and I think it's going to take that kind of price tag for the Nets. I mean... You know, as much as Katie and Kyrie may not like, um, what was the coach's name? Kenny Atkinson? Yeah. You know, they said they liked him, and then, you know, he got fired before, I think, even the virus hit. Yeah. It wasn't even like, yeah. it was like three or four days before. And then they beat the Lakers the first game after, and then it got shut down. But um, I think that it's either got to be Popovich, or, I mean, it's got to be Tyron Lou. I mean, it's got to be someone who Katie and Kyrie both respect. Yeah. And then if they want that big fish, man, it's going to take Dinwiddie, Levert. It's going to take yeah. probably some cash. It's going to take Jared some draft Allen. picks. Yeah, Jared Allen. Like, it's going to take every – they're going to have to gut their team, just like the Lakers. I mean, yeah. and we're seeing it right now. If one or two or both of the players are off, the whole fucking team is terrible. Yeah. And it's just like – I don't mean to keep making the comparison, which because I know we'll get to them in a bit, but – yeah, I just don't. I mean, the Nets took a huge gamble. And, I mean, look, I don't know how you can be in no man's land with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, but, I mean, they're as close to no man's land as it gets because, like I said, where are they going to go? I mean, Kenny Atkinson isn't the coach anymore. Who's going to want to coach those two? They have two of the biggest egos, two of, yeah. some would say, not me, but, you know, some would say it's the softest guys in the yeah. NBA. So it's just like, and having them together, I mean, who knows and who's to say they don't hate each other after a while. Well, in part, you know, when we talked about well, when they went to the Nets, we were like, you know, the East, it's, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a cakewalk. The East is weak. And suddenly, the East is good. There's the, there's the top four or five teams that are good. Yeah. I mean, like the Celtics, we'll get to the Celtics, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, it's, you know, it's... They're right there, though. Every, you know, the top four or five, maybe even six teams, if you count Philly when, they, when they're healthy, that's a tough conference. And, yeah. And, you know, it's not going to be a cakewalk. No. I, they're gonna have to figure something out yeah. very quickly, very soon. Because I mean, the off season is what October tenth to December. I mean, training camp started yeah. maybe in December first. So it's like from the second week in October to Thanksgiving, you got six or seven weeks to make something happen. I just don't know, especially with the virus and the bubble and everything. I don't know if these teams are going to be willing to let go of guys. I mean, as we're seeing with like a TJ Warren kind of thing, without the fans, some of these guys blossom. Yeah. You know, there's some late bloomers in this thing right now. And there's some guys who I think LeBron is the biggest recipient or victim or whatever, if you will, of no fans. I mean, it's really affecting their play because they can't feed off any kind of energy. They just feed off their teammates and or the other team, and it's like you don't feed off the other team if you're fucking losing. Right. So I I do think it's tough for certain guys, but, I mean, I I don't think there's going to be a lot of stuff, especially since last summer everything happened. And it's a pretty weak free agent class from what I've seen. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there there won't be that much because there's so many uncertainties. 
So, I don't know. Yeah. Unless there's a bunch of trades or something. Yeah. The Nets better fucking pray and hope they can get Devin Booker. Who, Dude, by the, no, who, by the way, Booker, he ain't going nowhere. Who, by the way, is going to sign the biggest extension? Did he, I thought he just signed one? Did he? I think he just either last year or the year before. I think he did sign something, huh? Yeah. I forget. I remember. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Well, he's dating Kendall Jenner, who I mean, he's like maybe the fifth player this year to date her. <laughs> um, I mean, wasn't she just with Ben Simmons? That's right? what I thought. Yeah, I was about to say, like, wasn't she just with Ben? <laughs> She's like, no, I don't. I want someone with a jump shot. <laughs> That's good. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, he signed a five-year, one hundred fifty-eight, two hundred fifty-three million dollar contract. I don't know how you say those numbers. Uh, that's a lot of fucking cash. An average annual salary of thirty-one million, and that started this season. So yeah, you are right. He is there until two thousand twenty-four when he is an unrestricted free agent. So, yeah, the Suns are not trading him at all. I'm surprised. I didn't know he signed like that. Drafted in 2015? Well, I guess, that, yeah, the year before the rookie deal's up. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, anyway, yeah, Nets-Raptors. I think Raptors are going to clean them the fuck up. And the Raptors are probably going to clean up whoever they got to see next. It's going to be Raptors-Bucks again in the conference finals, which I'm looking forward to that. Last year, it was a hell of a matchup. And now, even without Kawhi, I'm even more interested in Toronto than I was before. I'm not a Kawhi fan, personally. I don't respect the way he left San Antonio. I don't respect the way that he did Drake and the Raptors. <laughs> well, I mean, how are you going to be at Drake's house and call Paul George? Like... What the fuck? Like, that's messy, man. You're fucking messy for that Kawhi Leonard. But uh, he's never going to say anything. He don't care yeah, what I think. He, he don't give up. He's gonna, probably going to win his third fucking championship this year. Um, 76ers and Celtics. The Celtics beat the shit out of the Sixers. Holy God. 128 to 101. Ooh. Up 2 nothing. I think break out the brooms. No ben, <laughs> no ben Simmons. You got Brett Brown. That's his name, right? <laughs> yeah, I just think for a sec too. Dude, that that I was listening to the radio on the way here, and he was just the guy was going off. He's like, he's like, you want to talk about a dysfunctional franchise? This this is the definition of it right here. He's like, how do you let Jimmy Butler walk, but you pay Tobias, Tobias Harris, Harris and Al Horford, and then you don't put any shooters around Ben Simmons when he, Ben Simmons can't shoot, and you let JJ Redick walk. Yeah, that's another thing. That yeah, it it I mean it makes their no two sense. best play. I mean. Not best player, but Redick was the, one of the most important players. Oh, absolutely. He was the only motherfucker who could put the ball on the ground and or shoot. Well, then you keep Brett Brown, who is terrible. Brett Brown is garbage. Yeah, come on, man. You can't get Ty Lue. And People then, really disrespect Ty Lue, man. I think I think they're going to trade one of Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. They need to get Simmons out of there because they're not going to get Embiid out of there, even though yeah. they fucking should. Because Embiid's already got the Sprite deal. He's got Doritos. He's too big of a face. He's too marketable for the Sixers. They know they can get Simmons away. And even though he may be better in the future, they can be able to get... They can get something back in return that would be better than trading their most marketable guy since Allen Iverson. Yeah. Um, Sixers, I don't know what the fuck's going on. They might need to tear it down after this year. I mean, honestly, pull a thunder. What you called last year... I did. Uh, Wait, yeah, did I? You, you, oh, I did. Yeah, I, man, it was like February, and I, I think it was the first pot we did. You're like, mark my words, Thunder tearing it down this summer. And next thing you know, Chris Paul's the fucking point guard. Which, oh, by yeah, the way, yeah. I mean, they're in the playoffs again. Good for them. Oh, but they did, yeah. I mean, they did tear it down. Yeah. You know, I did call that, didn't I? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, what do What do you make of the Celtics, though? Uh, enough about the Sixers, because we already know what's up with the Sixers. They should disband after this. Yeah. But what do you make of the Celtics? How far can you think they go? Can they beat Milwaukee? Can they beat Toronto? So are they? Uh, are they? They're a two or a three seed, right? They are. I need to pull just the bracket. Man. I think because I think uh, 
Miami's the four seed, if I'm correct. Let me get that bracket. Hold on. Compelling content. Yeah, right. No, I, I think you're right. I think Heat Pacers is four and five. Okay, that's what I thought. So, and then, yeah, three and six. Wow. Bucks is... and Raptors. Celtics and Raptors is going to be a... That's going to be a really good series. Yeah. And, I mean, Nick Nurse and Brad Stevens are two of the best coaches. And Yes. I, Nick Nurse should win the coach of the year again. He's... I, I meant to say that when we were talking about the Raptors. He's been unreal. I mean, and that team is just... They're so good. They're so good every night. And you, it's like they're so well constructed. Like, you never know who's going to go off. Like, one night Van Vliet scores 30. And then the <laughs> next night Norman Powell scores 30. Yeah. You know, it's just like they're just such a well-built team. And they're just... You could tell that they're well coached. But, I mean, them and the Celtics, that's going to be... That That would go... That's to, a dogfight. That would go to seven, in my opinion. That, that, that will go to seven for sure. I would take... Oof, no Gordon Hayward... I would have Man, to go, it don't I'd have matter. to go Raptors. I gotta go Raptors. Yeah, because I I can't fucking stand the Boston's. I, not not because I don't think they're better. Man, fuck the Celtics. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Raptors hey, in you, seven though. Do you like Jason Tatum though? I like Tatum, and I think that it's always gonna haunt the Lakers. They took Lonzo Ball. Well, right ahead Tatum, Tatum or Darren Fox. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't Magic's call. Magic wanted De'Aaron Fox. I mean, that's one thing I was about to blame Magic. But I mean, if, you, if everyone remembers, Genie Bus is the one that said no. You're getting Lonzo Ball. End of discussion. I don't give a fuck what you say or think. And I, I mean, I have that kind of power over Magic. I mean, no wonder he left. But I mean, it's like, what the fuck? I'm like, why can't we get De'Aaron Fox? He just lit him up. Yeah. Granted, I know his mom was in the hospital. Lonzo's mom was for cancer and all that during that game. But. Man, he had like 41 on his head. Alonso yeah. had like 12 with like yeah. 8 assists. It's like, it, it's night and day, dude. It's night and fucking day. But anyway, that's always going to haunt the Lakers. Uh, especially fucking... And then the two best prospects we did have, we fucking traded them away for a bag of gummy bears and a cherry Sprite. It's like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, Ingram we got AD out of. But anyway... Ingram's uh, going to be nice. Ingram's... He is nice. Yeah. I mean, he's nice, man. I, well, I don't know what's going on down there in New Orleans. I know they got rid of Alvin Gentry. You need to get Lonzo off the fucking team. I think Lonzo's good if you use him right. Lonzo doesn't need I'm, to We've be been saying the ball. that for three years. He needs to stop shooting the ball. Who's going to use him right? That I mean, That's the thing. They need to get someone that will. If they want to go in the right direction, like look what Kenny Atkinson did in Brooklyn. Look, he developed Karius LeVert and Dinwiddie. He made some of those guys into like players that are actually... Like, Joe Harris, I mean... Yeah, Joe Harris right. is a white shooting guard, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, and, you know, right. now he's he got a contract extension, I think it was last summer, and he's, you know, an important player. So I think if you want to develop a good young team, I think Kenny Atkinson's a good guy. I know. That was my thing. I was like, why wouldn't Katie and Kyrie after. I mean, and look, maybe they're just saying all the right things, but why wouldn't they want a guy that they, you know what I mean? They knew he was the coach when they went there, but then again, those guys are so hot and cold, yeah. especially Kyrie, about every fucking thing. I can't stand Kyrie anymore. I, I, Everyone's sick of Kyrie. Yeah. I look, man. I gotta respect the handles, but outside oh, yeah, of his game, yeah. I, I just, I, I, I'm actually concerned. I, it's not that I'm sick of him. I, I just, I, I wonder how many people around him actually give a fuck about him because yeah. he seems like he's just kind of out here on a whim, and he's young, and he's rich as fuck, and he just fucking hates it. And it seems yeah. like Kevin Durant is the exact same fucking way. But maybe you know, I mean, it's kind of like, um. You know, it's kind of like like Pete Davidson and Machine Gun Kelly. You know, it's like two you know two people just like yeah. need each other sometimes. You know, like yeah. they just they they make good friends out of each other. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on. So, do you think? Well, we know the Heat are probably going to beat the Pacers. 
Especially now, I think yeah. Old Depot got hurt yesterday. Oh, I, they need to just can't shuttle Old Depot down there. I mean, even if they beat the Heat, which probably won't happen, they're not going to make it to the conference finals. Yeah, Giannis so will sweep them up. Shut down Old Depot. Don't let them get hurt again. Yeah, just I agree. Pack it in for next season. I uh, so I mean, so far it's looking like we got Celtics, Raptors, and Bucks Heat, which. I mean, the East, man, those, those are two good fucking match. I mean, I'm more oh, yeah. interested in the Celtics and the Raptors, right. but if yeah, we're going to get Bucks-Raptors again, then th- that's some Count crazy shit. Count yeah. Same here. I'll be on my fucking couch watching every minute of it. <laughs> Same here. NBA Finals begin September 30th. Oh, good to know. I didn't even know when they started, to be honest. I thought it was October 1st, but okay. the day before. Alrighty. Um, Western Conference. We have, right now... Nuggets and Jazz are tied one game apiece. Let me get the score real quick for this one. And then the Clippers are up on the Mavericks, which I'm pretty sure we all know. I mean, the Mavericks are respectable. I mean, I love Luka and Chris Stapps, but... And then we could talk about the other night as well as far as Chris Stapps goes. I don't know what the fuck that was about. I'm going to see if Chris Stapps is playing tonight. He was questionable. Oh, he was? Yeah, he had hurt his knee before he got ejected, so... (laughs) I got to check this out. All right. Um, Personally, I think that... The Nuggets will come out of the Jazz series. I think Nuggets will win in seven. I think it's going to go seven. Uh, no Conley for the Jazz does disrupt some things. And I just don't think Gobert has the best relationship with everybody after he gave Mitchell fucking coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, I mean, you know. And, I mean, who's to say that he gave it to him? But, I mean, come on, man. And touching all the mics like that in the same locker room. Um, Lucas already started really good. Really? Yeah. Eight minutes left in the second quarter. He's at 15, 5, 4. Shooting five of eight. Okay. Boy's a bad man. He's a bad man. He he, be, he's he, the baddest man. He should be in the purple, but that's okay. Uh, we'll save that for another time. The purple. The Kings. He should, huh? Yep. Tip Bagley over him. We'll get into that when we talk about Vlade. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, we'll dive I, into that a little bit. I wouldn't ever even... Luca was third overall, huh? Yeah. Well, technically, he was third, but the Hawks traded him to the Mavericks, who were fifth. For Trey Young. For Trey Young. So, I mean, Which, I, it worked out for both sides. I mean, yeah. well... Worked out for one side a little better, but we, I mean, I'm not going to knock Trey Young. Trey Young's going to be an amazing yeah. NBA player. Uh, I just wish they got him a coach or fans or something to help Some him. I mean, help. fuck, man. He's down there, but he's like Devin Booker, man. He's just by himself. Um, anyway, yeah. Well, what do you think about Nuggets Jazz? This is probably the most interesting first round matchup in the West besides, you know, Lakers Blazers. I got the Pretty Nuggets. Even. I got the Nuggets coming out of it. I think it's going to take a six or seven. I I mean, when you look at the Nuggets, it's insane how deep they are, and they're deep everywhere. Yeah, and it and they're yeah. It seems like whoever comes in is just good. Like there's no weak spot. I mean, Michael. I think Michael Porter Jr. comes yeah. comes off the bench still. And I Jer- think so. Jeremy Grant plays like ten minutes a game. Jeremy Grant was starting on the Thunder last year, but yeah. I mean, I got the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are a really good team. Uh, Michael Malone, I love you. I miss you. Um, <laughs> Boogie misses you. Boogie misses <laughs> Fuck, man. All the fans miss you. It's true. He's a hell of a coach. Oh, he is, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I got the Nuggets coming out. I think the, I think you're right. I think the Jazz. There's just too many problems, I think. I, I mean, they say they hashed it out, but there's no way they hashed it out. Come on, man. Donovan, you know Donovan Mitchell deep down is like, I hate that motherfucker. He's like, we're in the fucking bubble because of you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking touching everything, being all playful. It's like, and I mean, who's to say that not one person doesn't? Ca- I mean, right. I, I look at how everything went in the country so far. One of them was going to catch it eventually, right. but I mean, still, just the way Gobert went about it. Yeah, I mean, th- I mean, that's going to haunt him the rest of his life. Just fucking oh, yeah. touching the 
creepy ass microphone. I mean, every every ass. time I see like, because I do sports cards now, and every time someone gets one of his cards, they call him, you know, Rudy Coronavirus Gobert. And throws <laughs> card off to the side. Coronavirus. <laughs> I should you know, laugh. It's, it's fucked up, but you know, <laughs> it's funny. He, he made it. If he wouldn't have done all the shit he did and gotten the virus, no one would have knocked him for it. That's the thing. Yeah, but he since he did all it. that dumb shit, that's the reason he's, you know. Yeah, like Donovan Mitchell just got the fucking virus. We didn't yeah. knock Donovan Mitchell. It's like you got a virus, man. Yeah. Good thing for them. They're professional athletes and their immune systems are boosted to where they don't get sick. But anyway, um, I think we're going to have a Nuggets-Clippers second round. Even though I think both these first round matchups are going to be tough. I think no matter who wins all these matchups in the West, whatever team wins is going to be fucking tired. Oh, yeah. I mean, because all these matchups can go six or seven. I mean, it might take a week or two after the East is done mm-hmm. to you have the West catch up, which I don't know how they're going to schedule all that, but I assume yeah. you can't just skip ahead a week no, or two yeah, like that. Yeah. So those teams got to sit in the bubble for six, seven, eight straight fucking days, which, oh, my God. At dude. least they, I think they got their families coming in soon, so at least that'll help some of those players. I saw Winnie Harlow went to visit uh, her boo, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> And that's why he was able to hit a few threes. I think Winnie Harlow is absolutely gorgeous. Um, do you know who I'm talking about? I have the, no idea who you're talking she, about. She's the, she's the African-American chick, but she has the, um, oh, dude, what's that thing called? Um, it's where we have, like, bleached spots on your skin, but it's, like, natural. Uh, oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Uh, I forget the term. But anyway, I, yeah, did, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Everyone's coming into the bubble. Um, I think we're going to have Nuggets Clippers, and then let's go to Houston and OKC. So Westbrook is out for, I think, the whole series, they said? He's ducking them. <laughs> you think so? Even in the bubble. Oh. No, nah, he's not ducking them. I don't think so either. I think if they get down by like either two games to one or like three games to two, I think he'll come back and play. Yeah. They're playing it cautious with him, which is smart. They are, and they should. I mean, oh, they yeah. traded Chris Paul for him, and yeah. I mean, Chris Paul... You know, if I'm him, I'm foaming at the mouth trying to fucking make James Absolutely. Harden look like a fucking bitch. Like, honestly, yeah. like, I, don't, I can't wait to make this fool, you know, get put on some skates. Because yeah. I think they legit hate each other, and it's really sad. Because I personally thought those two years where they were teammates, they could have won the title either year. Yeah. And then somehow, some way, they would just collapse against the Warrior. Well, first year, Chris Paul just got hurt. Otherwise, they would have won that. They would have won yeah. the fucking title. Yeah. Because uh, they would have beat LeBron's Cavs in five. I mean, yeah. LeBron probably got a game off from that game one, you mm-hmm. know. But besides that, dude, it's not even a chance. Um, so, I mean, they blow an absolute title right there. And then 2019, it's like game six, no Kevin Durant in your house. And you let Steph Curry have 33 points in the second half after he had zero in the first. Like, <laughs> Double so, team that man. Yeah, like, dude, fuck me. Even if Clay's the one, like, just, yeah. you know, make Draymond shoot, like, yeah. fucking game seven of the finals or something like that in 16, when he had, like, eight threes and yeah. almost beat the Cavs by himself. But, yeah, um, I think Houston's going to clean them right the fuck up. It's going to be a sweep. I don't think the Thunder get one game off them. I think there's going to be a game that comes down to the wire, but they don't have enough firepower. I mean, it's James Harden, man. Like, it's it's sloppy to watch, but he's talented. Yeah. He gets a lot of buckets. He gets a lot of foul calls, too. He gets a lot of foul calls. It's so ugly to watch. It, it takes so long. Yeah, it's so annoying, you know. As an opposing fan, like, when I would watch the Kings play them, it's like, any time that he gets touched, he gets a foul call. And, like, I'm not trying to be biased, but, like, you know, De'Aaron Fox drives into the lane so often, and he gets bumped every time, and he never gets foul calls. And it's like, you got to gain the reputation, don't get me wrong. Right. And James Harden has gained the reputation. you got to get the clout, if you will. But it's like, you know, he gets it to, to such an extreme length, I think. That it's just annoying to watch. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's good and it's an art to do it. Because, I mean, he gets fouled. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He, he Almost every time it's a foul. 
But very strategic. He's very good at yeah. holding the ball out so you right. think you can get it, and then he'll bring it back oh, in yeah. at the last second. So you swag. Everything that he does is genius. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, I, he's the best lefty to ever play. And as someone who's left-handed, I respect that because, I mean, he's making left-handed shit cool. Yeah. And he's fucking good, man. He's great at what he does, but yeah. doesn't play a lick of defense still. I mean, people say that he'll play defense here and there. He don't play no fucking no, he defense. defense. He's like LeBron, dude. He's like, I'm saving all my shit for the offense because yeah. I have to carry this team. Yeah. And, I mean, even with Westbrook, it's like, you know, he's got P.J. Tucker. He's got all these guys. But it's like Clint Capella ain't doing shit. Clint Capella's gone, dude. He's gone? He's in Atlanta Where's he now? at? They traded him to the Hawks. When was that? At the trade deadline. The normal trade deadline? Yeah. Oh. Well, I, well, I mean, shit, there we go. So, I mean, he's gone. <laughs> Fuck it. I didn't even know that. It shows how much I was paying attention before everything got shut down. Well, he was hurt, and they traded him while he was hurt, and I don't think he came back and played at all. Oh, so okay. that's probably why we didn't well, notice. Yeah, but that, that makes a lot of sense. So, I mean, he's off the fucking team. Chris Paul's gone, so that takes, I mean... When Westbrook comes back, the problem of him getting double teamed and getting all the attention goes away. But it's like Chris Paul was perfect for that because he doesn't have to score to be effective on the basketball court. Yeah. Russell Westbrook still does. Mm-hmm. James Harden, you know you have to. And nothing wrong with that, but you can't have three, four, or five guys starting and playing that need the ball to be effective. And that's just what the Rockets have. And I think that as soon as they loot, what is going on? What's that noise? Oh, what's a dog? <laughs> Give me one second, guys. I'm, I'm going to pause this pod real quick. And we are back. So, yeah, I, I personally, I do think it's going to be a sweep. But what do you think is going to happen? Houston and OKC. I think OKC will steal one or two. I I was watching, or not watching, I was looking at, like, the the box score, and I seen that Shea Gilgis-Alexander only had, like, seven points and, like, just wasn't effective at all. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander, I mean... I don't know if you've watched him at all, but I yeah. I love him. Yeah. I think he has a huge upside. Yeah, I do too. And, I mean, he's going to be a star. And he is. I mean, he's not going to have that bad of a game. Um, and I think you're going to have a game where, who was it, Jeff, Jeff Green had, like, twenty around 20 points or something like that. <laughs> Jeff Green Which, I mean, do, come on. Jeff Green ain't going to do that. I mean, he, right. he can do not that. Not every game. Yeah. But, I right. mean, there's going to be a game or two. Or, I mean, Gallinari had, like, 29 points or something. He'll do that again. And then Shea will have 20 25. So, I mean, I think they'll steal at least one or two, but I think Houston's definitely just going to walk to the next round. Yeah, for sure. So, we got so far Clippers Nuggets in the next round, and then we have the Rockets against the winner of Lakers or Blazers. Uh, last night, the Blazers beat the Lakers 193. Charles Barkley predicted before the show that the Portland Trail Blazers will not only win game one, but if they, not if, when they win game one, they will sweep the Lakers, which I don't think it's personally going to happen. I don't think a sweep's going to happen. I don't think the Blazers are going to win the series either. I think this goes seven. I do think that the Lakers pull this out. It's going to be a dog fight. That's not to say the Blazers can't win the series. They can most definitely win this series. Um, I'll start with you. Did you watch the game, and what do you think about this? Are you surprised the Lakers dropped this game? I mean, I did watch the game. I watched the whole game. Um, The Lakers haven't looked totally in sync in the bubble. At all. Anthony Davis has kind of looked a little out of place in the bubble. Um, and like, it seemed like a lot of times he was kind of hovering around the arc when he needs to get his ass in the post and like, you know, he can make threes, but he needs to get his ass in the post where he's most effective and that'll open up. Well, I don't really know who's going to shoot the ball for them right now. When, oh my God, when Casey dude, Danny fucking green. I mean, yeah, Casey Stop P fucking shooting. But, uh, you know, they need to, they need to make a change. I mean, Caruso needs to get into the starting lineup. The bottom line is he's not, 
He's not fantastic, but he gives you energy. I was, I was just going to... He's an energy guy. I mean, he, if he, we need that right now. If he gets a stop or two on Dame and CJ, like, that's going to energize everyone so much. And yeah. Like, you know, it, it, I hate the Lakers. <laughs> I hate the Lakers. No, I know. But, um, I just... <laughs> you want to see the Blazers I, beat I think, the Lakers. Wholeheartedly, I think Portland's going to win. You do? I. How many games do you think? Seven? Six? Se- I'm going to say six or seven. Six or seven? Okay. Yeah. But I think it's going to go all the way, too. I think either way, no matter who wins, it's going to go six or seven. I mean, Portland is the team nobody wanted to face. Because, let's, like, they they got hot in those eight seeding games, and you know. Dude, hotter than the Suns. You know, had a once, better record. Once everyone's seen Dame drop, what was it, like 50-something, that game after. It was 53, yeah. Skip Bayless talked shit, then he had 61 points. You know, once everyone's seen him do that, everyone's like, "Yeah, we don't, we don't want to play them." Dude, when you piss off Dame, that is not good. But he's never done that before. I mean, no. like, let's keep it hundred. Dame Lillard has never ever done that before. Well, no one's ever done that before. I well, I know, but like we've never seen like we've seen like we've seen LeBron have like forty five point. You know what I mean? Game five and then come back in forty five. You know, what? but it's like to put together when you need it the most two games like he did. I mean. Man, he's a bad fucking man. Yeah. I think the Lakers are terrified of the Portland Trailblazers. I think so, too. I think they are trembling, including LeBron James, in their fucking boots right now. Yeah. Because I think they know they can't guard CJ or Dame. I think they know they can't make threes. Yeah. And they know that AD's kind of soft. And this is the Lakers fans' worst nightmare, is that we're going to fucking trade the goddamn Staples Center for this guy, and he's not even going to want to fucking post up when we need it the most. He had two points in the fourth quarter. Well, the thing is, you know, the Blazers before, like when the season stopped, they didn't have Nurkic, they didn't have Zach Collins, they were they were just hurt. Right. And now, you know, that time off gave on. them a chance to get healthy. And that, And yeah. now you got Gary Trent suddenly is the yeah. player. Melo was like Denver Nugget Mello's Olympic playing, yeah. karma. It's like, what the fuck? And, you know, CJ is just solid. You know what you're going to get from yeah, CJ. Yeah, CJ is very solid. And when Dame is playing like this, you can't stop him. There's no way. I mean, you can guard his three, but he's just going to go in for a layup or shoot a jump shot. And, and let's not forget... This is the same team that not only made the Western Conference Finals last year. I mean, they were one of the four best teams in the league, if we're going by playoff rankings last year. One of the four best teams in the whole league. I mean, they took the champs, two-time champs at that point, a four straight quarters in the mm-hmm. fourth. I mean, they lost the game each time, but it's like, yeah. the motherfuckers are good over there in the Bay. So yeah. it's just like, you know, they're champions in the Bay. So it's yeah. like, they know what it takes, but they were right there in every single game, especially game four. I mean, game yeah. four, they lost at the very, very end. Yeah. But, I mean, Portland has been, and that's without Carmelo, that's without Gary Trent. Yeah. As far as, I, I mean, at least being a contributing factor. I know they yeah. had Collins last year and stuff like that. Um you know, but it's like now you got Melo on the wing. I mean, he's back to just catching and shooting, and it's yeah. all fucking net. I mean, you could tell he practiced. He lost weight. You could also tell he lost about 20, 25 pounds. And you know Melo wants to shove it to Braun, too. Be like, hey, I, and can, that. Win, I can win a ship. Yeah. He I, was I like, can whoop your ass. He's like, I'm the only guy left from the 03 class. I think it's them two. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's like there were the only two motherfuckers left. D-Wade's already on TNT. Chris Bosh, you know, blood clots had to leave years ago. So it's like, you know, as far as the elite guys, I mean, this is them two. And it's like they've only gone head-to-head once, and it's when LeBron was at the big three in Miami, and the Knicks yeah. didn't have a chance. Yeah, I don't care what round of the playoffs that was. I think it was round two, but they didn't have a fucking chance. So I'm with you. Like, I am terrified, and just because I'm a Laker fan, I'm saying Lakers in seven. Deep down, though... Look, man, I, I, I think no matter what, it's going to go all the way. I, yeah, I think that I it's it's going to go seven. But 
I mean, the Blazers can really pull it out. It's just all about the experience. Yeah. And the only guy with it is LeBron James. Yeah. Well, my thing is this. Like, for the Lakers, like, when it's in that the last three minutes where they didn't make shots at that in that fourth quarter. Oh, my God, dude. Go to the hoop, who, dude. You're who, LeBron. That's the thing. Like, if LeBron's not going to... I think it's the, are you doing? I think it's this. LeBron gets to the free throw line. He's not confident at the free throw line. He's terrified. He doesn't want to get fouled and go to the free throw line. He wants to, you know, make a jump shot so he doesn't have to do that. So if LeBron's not going to be taking it to the hoop and making free throws, who's going to make those baskets in, in that last three-minute stretch? It's supposed to be the guy we traded the fucking Staples Center for. Well, and then you got, on the other side, you got Dame, you got CJ, and you got Melo, who all can, in my mind, drain clutch shots. They wait for that. I mean, CJ yeah. was telling us that John Moran can't fucking guard me. Dude, CJ's a bad man. He's a bad man. He is so underrated. He is. He's I mean, the most underrated guy in the league, yeah. besides um, Siakam, in my opinion. Yeah, Siakam's. Everyone's saying Dame's underrated. That man's not underrated. We knew what that man was capable of after he made Paul George. I mean, he baptized that fucking team. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, let's, I mean, he baptized the fucking Thunder. He's on he the broke cover of 2K. Up. He's not underrated anymore. Yeah, he, you're not underrated if you're on the cover of 2K. I, I'm yeah. sorry. So, I know LeBron's just trying to be nice. LeBron's trying to butter him up the same way Jordan would always butter up Barkley and all those guys back in the day, and it worked. But, I mean, Dame don't give a fuck about that. No. Even though Dame said last year he thinks LeBron's the best player in the league still, um, I think that's exactly why he's going at his neck. I mean, he yeah. he really thinks and believes LeBron's still the best guy. Yeah. And you know, Dame thinks I'm the best fucking player in this bubble. Yeah. And everybody knows I'm the best player in this bubble, man. Fuck Giannis. Fuck all that Harden. Fuck all LeBron shit. AD. I'm the best fucking player. You know, fuck Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, especially the Clippers. I mean, Kawhi maybe not so much, but yeah. Pat Bev and Paul George. I mean, I mean, he gave Paul George the business. Not only in the playoffs, but even on fucking Twitter or Instagram yeah. or wherever that was. I mean, he called him out saying, "Stop switching teams" or something like that. Whatever. Stop running from the grind. Yeah, you're switching teams. Dame, dude, Dame's a real one. Oh yeah. my god, he's from Oakland. Yeah, you he's not to be fucked with. Yeah. he went to Weber State or Weber State. Yeah, I think he's the only player to ever get drafted to the NBA out of Weber State, and he was like the fifth overall pick. Yeah, he's he's a bad man. And a uh, little known fact, I think Lillard had uh, 41 points in his first career game, which was against the Los Angeles Lakers. That was the Dwight Howard Nash Kobe big uh, 3 Lakers. Okay. And he absolutely obliterated them and he was like 21, 22 years old. Um yeah, man. I- I'm I'm really really afraid. I mean, and like I said before we even kicked all this off. I mean, who's not to say the Lakers aren't so fucking tired? from this series that they fall to the Westbrook and Harden Rockets. Yeah. I'll say this much. The Lakers are not going to win the championship this year. I don't think so either. The Lakers have a, I'll give them a 15% shot. Well, they, they, cause the two teams they're going to play, the Blazers and, and the Rockets, those would be the two teams they face off with. They don't have anyone that can guard the, those guards. Yeah. I mean, they can't guard CJ and Dame. They're sure as hell not going to guard Harden and Russ. <laughs> right. I mean, if they get past the Blazers, they're not guarding those guys. Right. I mean, AD will put some work in, hopefully in the post. But, oh my god, dude, where the fuck is he? Yeah, that's the thing, I don't... And he's a free agent when this is all over. He can go anywhere he ever fucking wanted to. If they, and... if they don't win the championship, you think he's going to leave? You think he goes and joins teams with uh, KD and Kyrie <laughs> over, over in Brooklyn? I don't think he goes to Brooklyn. I, I don't know what he does. I, I'll tell you this much, if it's a first round exit, I'm not staying with LeBron. No. We just lost in the first fucking round. I don't care if there's a bubble or not. He's 36, about to be 37, or 35, about to be 36. Like, I'm well, not... Who's, besides him, LeBron, 80, who's the next best player? Kyle Kuzma? Yeah. I mean, right. honestly. 
And that's the fucking problem with the trade last year. As exciting as it was that the Lakers finally had something going. And even though, I mean, locking up the one seed didn't feel as good as it should have felt. I mean, I don't care what LeBron had to say after the game was over. I mean, it just, even in the moment, I was like, I don't care that we locked up the one seed. I'm deathly afraid. Because, I mean, everyone knew it was going to be the Blazers at that point. Either yeah. Blazers or Suns. Who yeah. the fuck's guarding Booker? You <laughs> no know? one's guarding D-Book. So it's just like, the only difference is the Blazers can beat the Lakers. Yeah. And, I mean, they're putting the smack down. As far as game two, I think the Lakers do bounce back. Because, I mean, LeBron's the king of... Um, I mean, you know, unironically, I, I think he's the king of bouncing back. I think he is one of the few guys that when his back's against the wall and he got shoved the hardest against the wall, he's going to respond. Yeah. And he's still one of the few athletes in sports that, resp- I mean, 2016 finals. I mean, that's that's the last time I can think of where his legacy was, like, on the line. Yeah. And, and he responds mm-hmm. yeah, astoundingly. So I expect the same thing. I don't think his legacy's on the line, but... If Space Jam 2 rolls around and you're not a fucking champion with the Lakers, I mean, like, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, and everyone's going to just fucking... I mean, all Laker fans are always going to talk shit about you. I, I think LeBron knows he's too influential. I mean, he's an icon yeah. in society. He's always going to be an icon. He knows he's too iconic to not go to the most prestigious franchise and not fucking win. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. It seems like they're just sleepwalking right now, especially Anthony Davis. I don't know what's going on with Anthony Davis. I don't know if his girlfriend not being there is affecting him. I don't know if him not being able to go out and party. I mean, I don't know what these guys do. I have to assume some of that plays a factor. Oh, yeah. So it's like whatever he was doing before in January, February, March, it was working, and now they can't do it. I think what you're seeing is the guys that are addicted to basketball, that they all they do is just grind. I think those are the guys that are shining in the bubble because there's nothing else to do. So it's guys like, you know, like Dame who just – Grind. That's all he does. That's all he does. And he's shiny. He, he told Paul George. Devin Booker. That's all he does. TJ Warren. TJ Warren, yeah. I mean, even role guys. Harden. All he does is play basketball. Yeah. I mean, even in the offseason, they're playing pickup games over and fucking... Harden don't do nothing but go get stripper ass, chicken wings, <laughs> and play ball. That's all he fucking does. That's all he's told us for eight, nine years now. That's all I do. All I do is go to Magic City, eat chicken wings, and then go play for the Rockets. So, I mean, it's like, you know, it's, I mean, shout out to Lou Will. But, um, yeah, dude, uh, I'm terrified, man. And the Lakers should be. I mean, if they didn't think they were in trouble before, the Lakers are in fucking trouble. Because yeah. I feel like, even though it's only game two, this is a must win. If they lose game two, they're in deep shit. If they go down 2-0 to the Blazers, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's over. No. but Because, I mean, LeBron came back from 3-1 against a 73-1 team. But... Uh, where's Kyrie Irving to save his ass? I mean, yeah. Kevin Love didn't do that shit, and Anthony Davis is looking like Kevin Love. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up because I know everyone loves hearing me talk about the Lakers for 45 minutes straight. But, yeah, uh, I'm terrified. I think it's going to go seven. I think it might be the best first-round series we get, though. I'm, I think so, I'm too. I'm looking forward to it, uh, even though I am kind of afraid. So, before we move on from NBA, yeah. I was just on my way over here, I was thinking, I was like, fuck, the West is going to be loaded next year. Because you've got one through eight this year. This year, you got the Grizzlies who are up and coming, and then you got the Suns who all of a sudden know how to play basketball. Right. And then you got the Warriors coming back. Everyone is forgetting about those Splash Brothers. Yeah. Up, so then up, it's up like San Francisco now. But, you know, yeah. I want to throw the Kings in there, but I don't know what the hell's going on with the Kings. And then so what? You got the Kings and the T Wolves fighting for the bottom two. But other, right. other than that, it's it's gonna be a fucking dogfight next year. It is. And it I'm is. fucking here for it. I'm here for it too. Apparently the Lakers aren't. Um, the perfect transition to your Sacramento Kings. Um, I'll let you go in on this. So over the last week, uh, general manager Vladi Divac, a former player, and also assistant general manager and former player Peja Stojakovic, two Sacramento King legends, 
resigned from the Sacramento Kings due to them going, what was it, 2-6 and six in the bubble, 1-7? and yep. seven. Yeah, um, And Luke Walton is still the head coach, but it's looking like uh, Joe Dumars does not want the job. Look, I, I'll just let you go, man. What do you think about the Sacramento Kings, man? This shit is a dumpster fire, bro. That's all we've been is a dumpster fire. That's all we've but been. this is bad. No, this is really bad. But first let me start off by saying this. I, you know, I'm on social media all the time. And when they fought, or when, when Vlade stepped down, there were so many Kings fans slandering him and saying he was a piece of shit. And then once Peja stepped down, they said the same stuff about him. But the Kings fans need to remember what those two did as players. I mean, those two brought, or they were part of what brought basketball, like, excitement to Sacramento and kept basketball in Sacramento. I was just going to say. No yeah. one loves the Kings more than Vlade. Nobody. Nobody yeah. wants to see them succeed more than Vlade. Right. And that's why he stepped down. I mean, they asked him to share, you know, decisions with Joe Newbars, and he said, I don't want to do that. Which, you know, I wouldn't want to either if I was a GM. If I already had the power, I'm not giving some of it up all right. of a sudden. Um, I'll just walk out. And, you know, but these last, what has it been, five years since Vlade took over, I mean, what's the one good move he's made? He drafted De'Aaron Fox, but De'Aaron Fox fell into his lap. I mean, how are you not going to take De'Aaron Fox right there? Oh, my. F- dude. If he wouldn't have taken De'Aaron Fox, I mean... The Lakers, man. I Yeah. Hire us. Do hire someone that just knows what the fuck they're doing, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and it was a consensus De'Aaron Fox was, should have been a top three pick. But He was. Um. So, I mean, you can't really say that was... I mean, yeah, it was a good decision, but it was the only decision. <laughs> so, but... But Buddy Hill's a good move. Buddy Hill was a good move because you traded Boogie. Um, good old Matt you, Barnes. Yeah, good old Matt Barnes. Um... <laughs> But, you know, the only thing with Buddy is the extension. The extension was a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, and we know what Buddy is. Buddy shoots threes. That's all he does. That's a lot he, of money for I said it he, when it happened. It's he a lot of fucking money. He doesn't play defense. He doesn't create for other people. Nope. Um, I mean, he loves basketball. and He's one of those guys that all he does is play basketball. But, I mean, there's just been so many bad moves. And I... I love Vlade, and I love what he did for the Kings, but he just wasn't a general manager. And, you know, I'm glad that, you know, they didn't have to step in and fire him because that would have looked worse. Right. I'm glad that he said, you know what, no, I'll step down. Um, And he, you know, I wish that Luke Walton would fucking stay in his hip pocket and go with him, but... You like, wish Walton was not the coach. I can't stand Luke Walton. Do you think they should have stuck with uh, Dave Yeager? Yes. When they fired, I think so, too. When they fired Dave Yeager, I literally was like, Why? Like, this is the best season we've had in eight years or whatever it was. Like, why are we? Firing? I remember you wanted Luke Walton though, because at first you were like, "Well, he could develop the young guys." That's but... what I thought, and I was like, "He's going to bring a defensive presence," and none of that happened. I mean, De'Aaron Fox is a good defender. We had some good defenders, but there just there wasn't the scheme wasn't good. And you could, I mean, I, I didn't play basketball. I fucking wrestled. I was I was shit at basketball. <laughs> but when I can look at a TV and see this is shit. Like, right. That's bad. You've seen enough ball to know that. Yeah. And, you know, I go to so many games and, you know. You do. You go to a lot of games. I Yeah. I spend a lot of money at Golden 1 Center. But, uh, you know, I just, the, and I feel like I'm kind of, like, not really diving into, like, what's actually, like, looking bad. But, like. King, what, dive in? King, well, I just wanted to say, like, Kings fans, like, they deserve so much better. Like, those are, like, some of the most loyal fans in the NBA. And year after year, this team is just fucking, like. Such a letdown. And we got told, like, you know, you know, this is from Vlade, obviously. Uh, you know, we're going to be good. Luke's the right guy. 
and you know we're gonna compete for a playoff spot which i guess technically we did and you know when when the shutdown happened we were playing good um but you know, that's the part that sucks the most yeah we were playing good we were getting everybody healthy um but you know it's just the coaching in the bubble was just terrible and it was so evident that luke walton was getting out coached by everybody I mean, and you, you've seen it as a Lakers fan. You probably got outcoached every single game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and LeBron's the best guy. It's like, dude, come yeah. on, man. How are we losing? Like, so, yeah. to dive into kind of like Vlade, he just didn't he didn't make any right decisions. I mean, the biggest one that sticks out to fans is drafting Bagley. But when we drafted Bagley, I wanted Bagley. I didn't want Doncic because I thought Doncic, I didn't know how good he was going to be. Right. I so mean, no one could have predicted he was going to be this good right. in year two. Um, exactly. Yeah. But I thought getting Doncic would have taken the ball out of Darren Fox's hands a lot, which, you know, it would have, you know, they would have kind of had to do a Harden and Westbrook thing. Yeah. Um, but now seeing how good Luca is and just how he's dominating everybody. If he was a king. Yeah. I mean, we would (laughs) feel a lot better. Feel a lot better. Made made all that money back. I didn't realize that. Um, cause I, I was, I'm thinking further back, like. It's crazy the Kings even stayed in the city because, I yeah. mean, they've been so fucking bad. And it seemed like for so long, like, look, we're not building you no fucking stadium. We're not yeah. building no fucking arena. And so, I mean, they put up $285 million of their own money. And the city of Sacramento put up $223 million. 212 was through the sale of bonds. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of bonds. And then economic and development funds, which was only $11 million. So, I mean, it's like – and that – Broke ground 2014, opened 2016. So it's like, besides that, man, what the fuck do they got going for them? And, yeah, it's crazy they, they're even still in the city. I, I, I just want to expand on that point yeah, that you had. They got one thing going for them, and it's number five. That's all they got going for them. That, and it's, it's a nice building. It's a very nice I'll building. go there for any event, yeah. anytime. They keep it nice and clean. Concert. You know, I appreciate when I walk into a bathroom and it doesn't smell like piss. Dude, they, they keep it nice and clean. Shout yeah. out to the Global One staff, yeah. dude. You guys are being missed during this whole virus, man, yeah. honestly. But, uh... Yeah, you know, they got De'Aaron Fox, and whoever the GM is has to come in and give him a max contract. I mean, because his rookie contract, he's extension eligible. He wants to, I don't know why you'd want to stay in Sacramento, honestly. But, he, yeah, I mean, money's the, but he, he could get a max contract anywhere, though. I don't know if he can get a max max. He can't get the Damian Lillard max. Well, he's not anymore. eligible for the Damian Lillard max. Uh, that's fair. He's got to be there for yeah, six, seven years. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, he's going to get however much money he can get paid. Um Fuck, dude, they gotta figure something out. I mean, what do you think is next? And now that we know what's happened, and we reflect, well, what do you think? Who are they gonna hire? What do you think? They from here? need to hire someone, an up and comer who's in a successful system. So someone that's under Masai Ujiri in Toronto, that'd be a good hire. If Masai yeah. Ujiri has a good understudy, or yeah. uh, I don't know, someone like Danny Ainge, because they always are just like underneath Danny Ainge, because they're always you know shuffling good players, and they make good decisions. Um, and then, as far as like what they do should do when they come in, I think you got to trade Buddy Heald, honestly. Really? I think so. I mean, damn, that quick? Yeah, I mean, I love Buddy Heald, but he he's not happy being a six man. And as long as Walton's the coach, he's gonna be the six man. Wait, they paid him all that money? He comes off the bench? Yeah, Bogdanovich took his spot. <laughs> Bog, don't get me wrong, dude. Bogdanovich is a really really good player. He's he's solid. Yeah. But, but I mean, he doesn't shoot the three like Buddy does, but he does all the other stuff Buddy doesn't do. Yeah. And the thing about Buddy is when he's missing threes, he just keeps shooting them. He doesn't, you know, try and work on, like, a mid-range jump shot to get just to see one go through the net. Right. That's all shoot, you need. Those shooters, when they see it go through the net, that's all they need. That's all you need. Even a layup. 
Yeah, anything just to see it go through the net. Right. But I think you trade Buddy Heald. Uh, you have to re-sign Bogdanovich because he's a restricted free agent. I would want to say trade Harrison Barnes, but nobody's going to want Harrison Barnes. At this point, yeah. I mean, he's, they he's gave him red like, meat. I mean, they gave on. him too much money also. Yeah. Um, That's another thing. Like, they spent all this money on this building and all these extensions. Like, do you guys make that? Like, I mean, you got to give De'Aaron the money to keep some money coming in. I mean, yeah. it's like... Oh, dude, if they don't keep De'Aaron, Sacramento's going to riot. <laughs> it's going to be... They're going to... Are you going to be there? I'll, I'll be there, yeah. <laughs> they're I mean, going to hey, riot. Make no mistake about it. The Kings fans are... I mean, they sell out every home game. They're, they're fucking... Some of the best fans you'll find in sports. And every every player says that. I mean, Kobe. As said a Laker it, fan, also, I go to their building. Yeah, Kobe I said it in his last game at Gold, or his last game in Sacramento. He's like, these fans are crazy. Yeah, and I mean, they are. They keep coming back, even though they're terrible. It's but, true. Uh, I love Golden One Center. Yeah, if they don't pay De'Aaron Fox, it's gonna be a riot. But uh, yeah, you, and then uh, I mean, we need a solid. It's hard to say we need a solid big man because we have Bagley, and I, I personally, I love Marvin Bagley, and I think he's gonna be fucking a great player. He just needs to stay healthy. Because he only played like 13 games this year, um, and I think you know when he stays healthy, he's a really good player, and I think he's going to be like a 20 points per game guy. And you know him and De'Aaron Fox, that's a good young core to build around. But they just need to start putting more around them. It starts with you know a good GM, and it starts with a good coach. And you know I think they kind of just need to do a mini teardown and just kind of build it back up. And you know let De'Aaron be in on everything. Let him choose. You know, that's fair. Show him like, hey, you're the guy. Who do you want to be the GM and the coach? You know, right. who, who do you want to come be on the roster? So I mean, that that's my take. You know, they they look like, like how they always look, just like a fucking mess. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just tough, man. Between yeah. Napier and June, yeah, thirty six years mean, announcing, yeah. and now you got both the regular GM, assistant GM, and the assistant to the assistant GM, Joe Dumars, or whatever the hell he was. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he was in, in the company, but he doesn't want to do it. And it's just like you're probably gonna have to get rid of the coach. I mean, it's just I don't. I just feel like this time is worse than a lot of the other times. The other times yeah. you guys knew you sucked. This time you thought you were going to be good, which I'm not yeah. trying to rub it in, but no, no, no. the yeah. Kings, you know, thought they were going to be really solid and good. And I did, I did too. Don't get me wrong. And it just didn't pan out that way. And I'm not going to put it all on Luke Walton because who, I mean, as we were talking about pre-pod, who's not to say the company environment doesn't involve who's, you know, what he's being told, what's being done to him. Yeah. You, we don't fucking know. And so, um, I hope the Kings do get it together, man. Cause I, I want to see a winner in Sacramento. It'd be nice yeah. to go to like a, a Laker King playoff game one day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll pay whatever the fucking price is. Yeah. I'll, I'll sit in a nosebleed. I don't well, care. The GM thing is like, he hired Vladi trying to get someone to recreate the success he had in Sacramento, which is fine and great. But let's face it, there's 30 GM jobs in the world in yeah. basketball. No matter, as long as someone's not taking like a, like, an un, like a cut in their position, like anyone from any organization that's an assistant GM, like that would be desirable to them. So, I mean, they should be able to get someone good. As long as they don't fuck it up again. <laughs> but that's all they do is fuck everything up. That's all they do. Uh, I Except Golden One Center. They didn't fuck that up. They No, that's a, it's a nice building. If you guys yeah. never been, I, I know it's a lot of local people that listen, but you guys should definitely go. Concert, I mean, when everyone can go again, whenever yeah. the fuck, I mean, who even ever. It's this a beautiful point. building. It's, I mean, just drive by it. Yeah. I mean, it's right where it should be, right in the heart of downtown, right next to like a Starbucks I really like, actually. Yeah. And a Macy's. Really? Yeah. Macy's are nice, low key. Go yeah. get some Versace cologne and shit. Uh, Seth had to go get some socks before a game because he didn't wear socks. Re- oh my god! 
We had to go to Macy's. The boy needed some socks. Oh my god! He, he bought that like that three pack and kept the other pairs in his pocket during the game. <laughs> well, we he kept it in his pocket. Yeah, yes. we we didn't want to walk back to the car. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Alrighty, so enough of basketball. We are going to head into something that we didn't do last year, but we want to do it again this year because we are in the same uh, draft league and whatnot. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night's our draft, so we want to talk about this for uh, however long. Uh, fantasy football draft. The NFL season kicks off in three weeks from tomorrow, which you're probably hearing this tomorrow, but Thursday, September 10th, it's going to be Texans and Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium uh, with no fans. I think that is confirmed from the NFL what, yeah. the first two weeks, there's no fans in any yeah. stadium. Yeah. So, uh, no fans, but they're going to pipe in the crowd noise. They're going to do all the stuff they do for the... Which, I mean... Wait, wait. I did think that I seen Kansas City was going to have 22% of fans. <laughs> I swear I seen that. Nah, come on. Sw- they're going to make that Hold work? On. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. There's only the season ticket holders. Hold on. See, I'm surprised they didn't just do that. Like, look, if you don't buy season tickets, you're not coming. My thing is, like, the NFL is not going to have it to where some people can have fans and some people can't. They're going to make it to where... Like, either they all have fans or they all don't have fans. Right. They're not going to let that be, like, an issue. They don't even give a fuck that there's a pandemic going on. They're like, man, fuck the virus. We got some money to make. Um, Which, I mean, selfishly, very, very selfishly, I appreciate. But as far as, you know, the uh, blood that's on the hands of certain people because of it, I mean, that's what it is. It's it's the price you pay. Um, That went dark really quick. But (laughs) who do you think is the most valuable player in the entire draft this year? There's one, and it's not even close. I think we have the same answer. Is it Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, yeah it's Christian I mean, it's McCaffrey. it's got to be Christian McCaffrey. Last year, I had the fifth pick, and I literally, going into the draft, I was like, if I get pick one, I'm taking McCaffrey. Because I had him the year before, and he was insane. Yeah. So, I, you know, I had pick five, and I was like, shit, I'm not going to get McCaffrey. Fucking, you know... Mahomes goes one, and then Barkley, and I'm like, you guys are fucking nuts. I Barkley going two is still the crazy, and I like Saquon Barkley. He's very talented. I think he's going to be one of the greats. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm like. Number two? I'm like, unless I get number one, I'm not getting McCaffrey this year. Yeah. Because whoever has one should be taking McCaffrey. See, I always thought, and I think even the same may happen tomorrow. I think whoever has number one is taking Mahomes. I, I think you just, you kind of have to. I'd fuck, no, I'm taking McCaffrey I mean, if I got number I'm one. I'm not personally. No matter where the fuck I fall, I'm taking a running back this year. I have yeah. my whole shit set up. I'm not going to tell you who I'll pick, but I'll tell you personally my draft order. This is what I'm thinking of doing. I, I, don't, I don't mind sharing this information. So first pick, I'm going to go with a running back. Second pick, I'm going to go with a quarterback. Because mm. I want to get some, I want to get someone early. I got a few names in mind. I, I got to pounce on them a little early, I think, if I want them for this specific team I'm trying to build. Because last year, my team was slower than fuck. That's why I didn't score. No points. And I couldn't play defense either. No, you didn't score any points because you took David Johnson in the second round. <laughs> no, no, no. First. <laughs> oh, he took him I in took the Juju in the second round. I had 9 and 10, and I had David Johnson and Juju. Which, Juju, I don't think is a bad pick because no, we no, didn't no, know he's going to get You can't blame him. I mean, especially when AB was gone, I was like, okay, he's going to be the man. And then Big Ben gets hurt week one, and then Juju's gone. But I'm not ever picking Juju ever again. So I'm going second round quarterback, personally. I know a lot of people will still go running back or maybe even something else at that point. That's what I'm going to build mine real quick so we can kind of compare. Yeah, okay. It it doesn't take me that long. No, no, not at all. Uh, Third pick, I'm going to go running back. I mean, I just, I made this mistake last year. You don't wait for running backs. Running backs will get you the most points. 
And I think that, I mean, round three is going to be in the, what, 21 to 30 range. So in, in that range, everyone already has a round or two under their belt, and they have the best running back or quarterback probably to spare. But you can find some very solid guys. And, I mean, I'll give some names. I think one of the sleepers, I'm not saying if I'll pick him or not, third is, like, Derrick Henry. Because mm-hmm. I think that even though everyone knows he's a beast and he came out as of late last year, he's not really a sought-after fantasy guy like that, at least not in the top ten. It's always McCaffrey. And then it's always someone like fucking a Dalvin or something like that, or Saquon. It's always Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is always yeah. top. Which, uh, by the way, if someone takes Alvin in the top ten tomorrow, I I'm gonna think you're fucking nuts. <laughs> like, cause I'm not saying Alvin ain't shit, cause Alvin's a good running back. But I just last year, it's I mean I always compare it to Todd Gurley, but it's a Todd Gurley effect. I mean yeah. you run a guy like that too long, you start to see the wheels fall off. I think it's going to be more the same this year. Running backs don't bounce back. Those knees only get weaker. Those shins only get weaker. Yeah. Anyway, fourth round pick, tight end. I'm going tight end high because there's only a few elite tight ends, and that was one position I just couldn't figure out. I traded Austin Hooper for whatever fucking reason. Well, not for whatever reason. I got DeAndre Hopkins back last year for him. But I got rid of um, Hooper last year, sorry, Austin Hooper, and then I never recovered. I never. I think Gerald Everett from the Rams was my fucking tight end. And so me personally, I'm putting a lot of stock into the tight ends this year, whether that means, you know, Ertz or fucking Kelsey, yeah. I don't know, but I, I got to get a tight end early. It's just me personally. Fifth pick, receiver again. Uh, or sorry, receiver for the first time, fifth round pick. Even though that seems like a long wait, I want to get my running backs down. I got to make sure I have an elite tight end, and I got to make sure I have a quarterback who can give me some goddamn points. I don't want Drew Brees again getting me 18 fucking points a game. Uh, sixth round pick, I got to get a defense. Because I think defenses always go late. I think you're nuts if you take a defense in the first four rounds. That's just fu- Unless yeah. it's like the 85 Bears or the 13 Seahawks or something. I mean, unless it's some fucking... Or the, the Jaguars defense. Don't disrespect us. <laughs> Even the Niners defense. I think yeah. if you take them in the first 40, 50 picks, it's like, that's fucking... I mean, there's so many players on the board at that point. Yeah. Um, but sixth round, I think I'm going to go with a defense. Seventh round, I'm going to go a receiver again. Got to get two receivers. Um, eighth pick, I'm going to go a third running back. This will be for my wide receiver uh, or tight end, the position where you could choose one mm-hmm. of the three. Flex. Uh, the, the flex, yeah, thank you. That will be my flex position pick is the eighth pick. And I think everyone's last pick, which it should be, is the kicker. Yeah. Um, and then I'm who's to say who's around at that point. But a kicker is <clears throat> only going to get you five, ten points a game, even if it is Justin Tucker or yeah. Will Lutz or someone like that. Um, what well, your draft order? How, how do you think you're going to draft tomorrow night? So, first off, let me start by saying uh, – you know, I've been in the fantasy football championship the last three years, so take my uh, advice with the grand. You lost the Super Bowl though. You, I've lost you the Super the Bowl the last three years, <laughs> so I've gotten there. That's the Bills right there. Hey, but la- last year Russell Wilson got me six points to beat the championship. Yeah, George, and I lost. You. I lost by one point. That okay. shit was yeah. That I, that was painful, but <laughs> I okay. So round one, you got to go running back. Got to. I go running back first two picks always. Last year. Mm. Last year, my running backs, I went uh, McCaffrey, and then I went Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin fucking Cook. And then I went Fournette, and I had Marlon Mack. Ugh, I remember. Yeah, that's why that I was, was That's why I was good. But So, <laughs> I'm going running back first two picks unless, you know, there's no running back. You know, it's all subject to change, obviously, depending on who's on the board. Right. Uh, but I plan on going running back first two picks, and then I go receiver. And then, like you, tied in in the fourth round. Yep. Um, last year, I drafted... A tight end in like the ninth round. I think I drafted Eric Ebron. Luckily, I was able to pick up Darren Waller off the waiver wire. It's solid. Yeah. So that saved yeah. that saved me last year. 
Um, and then I'm going to go receiver in uh, round five. What is that? Three, four. Yeah, five. I go quarterback round six. I don't I don't like I was going to say, when are you going to take a quarterback? I, don't, I took Russell Wilson in the sixth last year. That's usually when I draft a quarterback. I mean, you know, Lamar, Mahomes, those, and Deshaun Watson, those guys are going to go in the first two or three rounds. Um, but, you know, quarterbacks is something you can always find in the later rounds. You can always find a starting guy. That's fair. Um, like Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Yeah, Phillip Rivers. <laughs> I took his ass last year, too. I'm, such a, I'm so glad I know things this year. Anyway, go ahead. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to go flex, you know, try and fill that flex spot. Okay. And then running back, wide receiver, and then uh, defense, kicker. I Usually what I do with my defense, I don't invest too much into my defense because – I like to kind of play matchups and use the waiver wire, and you know whoever's got a good matchup, I'll pick up that defense for the week, and uh, that way I'm not like you know having to use a spot for a defense where I could get you know a wide receiver that can pan out, um, and then you know kicker last like you said. Um, but let, let's be honest, fantasy football is one on the waiver wire. Um, yeah, I mean that's if you run the waiver wire right, then you're gonna have a good chance i mean you do have to have a good draft obviously i that matters so much especially this year with all this you know shit going on you know the waiver wire is going to be so important and i'm trying to find okay i i totally agree the waiver wire is going to be even more important so i just plan on beating everyone with waiver wire stuff like i usually that's what i usually do is i'm usually pretty good on the wire (laughs) um but i mean last year i just had a gauntlet at running back so that's kind of I was going to say, not trying to give you to give your picks away, but do you think McCaffrey and Dalvin are still the two most valuable running backs? Because I don't know if Dalvin's the second most valuable running back this year. I mean, McCaffrey's number one. It's not even close. Yeah, I mean, McCaffrey's he had 1,000 and 1,000. I mean, that's fucking there's, crazy. My thing is there's so many underrated ones that I'm looking at that I'm not going to fucking tell anybody. But <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's the second most. If I had to pick a second most... In my mind, it's Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry runs the ball twenty-five times a game, and you know when they're on the inside the ten-yard line, he's just they're gonna run until he gets in the end zone. <laughs> That's fair. And if he plays the Jaguars, you know he's gonna have a ninety-nine-yard touchdown run. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> he haunts your team. I have nightmares about him. Every <laughs> week bad. it says you know we're playing the Titans. I'm like shit. Here we go. Two times a year. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it's Derrick Henry, or either him or. Uh, I want to say Saquon, but there's just so much unknown with the Giants. That's my thing. I don't. I mean, where's that offensive line? I mean, yeah. he's great, but where the fuck's the line? Ooh, I, okay, I almost just gave him. No, I'm not going to talk anymore. I'm not giving away anymore. <laughs> You're done. I'm fucking close. <laughs> okay. I almost just gave up like two of my sleepers, and I can't keep it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go through my little list I got here. I, I did like your dad did last year, where I had like my little. I don't wear glasses. But I had, like glasses on and shit. Yeah. I was going through my shit. I think McCaffrey's the most valuable guy. I think that, and I don't mind giving this away because I think it's very obvious. I think the most valuable quarterback has to be Deshaun Watson. I don't I'm think I'm gonna it's, go with Lamar. I'm gonna go with Lamar. You're gonna go with Lamar? Yeah. I think that Deshaun has to run for his fucking life almost every play, and I mean he's great with the legs, luckily. But but this year, no DeAndre Hopkins. Do you think that's gonna hinder them as much as some people? Th- I mean, I think they're gonna fall from grace. Personally, I mean, David fucking Johnson yeah. is who they got for DeAndre. Yeah. I mean, who's going to throw the ball to? Yeah, exactly. That's my, that's my thing is just, like, I, I dude, Deshaun Watson is unbelievable. I Un- love Deshaun unreal. Watson. Unreal. I love Deshaun Watson. Amazing. I hate that we drafted, oh, fuck, I don't even remember who we drafted over him. Um, <laughs> fuck, I don't even remember. That's funny. Uh, I don't even remember. But... There's just no one to throw the ball to, and 
I mean, you know, Brandon Cooks, sure. Yeah, I mean, but he's, he's solid. Gonna, he's going to get hurt. It's right. inevitable. He's like 5'8". Yeah, but, I mean, and for me it's Lamar because Lamar just, I mean, the way that he plays, he scores so many touchdowns, whether it's throwing or running or fucking, you know, shovel passes. Um, what about Mahomes, though? I mean, is Mahomes the third most viable quarterback or second? I or? think he's second. I think, I think Lamar and Mahomes are very close one and two, and I think Deshaun Watson's not far behind. Um, All AFC quarterbacks, too, which I just realized. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying to think Who of. the fuck's in the NFC, then? Russell Wilson. Yeah. That's... That, <laughs> that bad man, Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy G's out there. I think Kyler Murray's out there. But that's... Kyler Murray... I'm gonna just go. That's a little down the line. Kyler Murray's a sleeper this year. I'm just gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna throw it out there too. I, I, I he's, he's gonna get slapped on pretty. I think he can be available in the sixth, seventh, eighth round. That's why I'm going in the sixth round. That's why I go quarterback in the sixth round. Yeah, he, he, he might get slapped on pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, and who's to say that now after we had this conversation or whatever, I don't go back and change stuff. But that's just who I got so far. I think yeah. last year I went receive, I went running back then receiver, and then I went quarterback. Running back, and I'm I'm not doing that list again. I just, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know that. Well, you hadn't played in a while. It takes like you know, it takes a draft to kind of figure out like, oh shit, okay, I'm gonna do this next time. That too. Yeah. I think I played with you guys like in 2016, something like that, 15, yeah. 16, and then I played again last year. Um, this year, I, I'm sure everyone cares about this part so much. Is uh, we're doing what? Everyone puts in fifty dollars and yeah. then the five hundred dollar pot. Yeah. And then whoever wins, I mean, they went four hundred fifty bucks technically, but it's yeah. a five hundred dollar take home. So I mean, that's that's incredible. Um, there's that going on, and I think Seth said he's gonna buy a trophy from Amazon. I think yeah. Maybe a Super Bowl trophy. Yeah, we're replica. Yeah. So fucking George won that shit last year. I'm I'm happy he didn't get a fucking trophy. I'm I know you are because. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so you, George, uh, Seth, you guys are all going to be over here tomorrow night, probably having Blue Moon with me and stuff, we'll do the draft together. Um, I'm really excited for it, I'm looking forward to it, and I think that neither of us want to give away any more than we yeah, have already I've had already to. given away too much. Yeah, so, um, hour 13, man, and then nice and short like we wanted it to be, uh, do you have anything else you want to tell the people before we get out of here? Uh, no, fuck the, fuck the kings, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> fuck the kings. If you guys have made it this far... Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll let you know how the draft and everything went. We will have a full NFL uh, breakdown preview, the same way we did with the NBA playoffs. Um, I don't know how long away that is. The season's three weeks away, so definitely before the 10th of September, yeah. um, for sure. And then probably a couple more before that, to be honest with you. A couple but, NBA updates. Um, yeah, definitely a couple NBA updates. I mean, we're going to have everything going on until, what, January, February now? Yeah. I mean, NBA final start in October, basically. Uh, baseball is still going somehow miraculously, even at this point. Do, do you want to yeah. give a Giants update? Anything you got to say about baseball? I know you're a baseball guy. Fuck Gabe Kapler. That's all I got to say. That's fair. I After the Friday night game. That's yeah. just, come on, man. Fuck Gabe Kapler. That's all I got to say. <laughs> if you guys have made this far, thank you for listening. Have a good night. Be healthy. Love everybody. And we will see you later. Peace.